A spy, a mole, maybe two moles, lots of violence, a love story, and a bit of history twisted and thrown in for good measure. These are some of the things you'll see in the just-released spy movie, Devil, the British Secret Agent. Hi, this is Tom from Spy Movie Navigator and our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Today we're going to give you our quick-fire no-spoiler review of the just-released movie, Devil, the British Secret Agent. Remember that in our no-spoiler reviews, our goal is to give you enough information to help you decide if you want to see it, but we don't want to spoil the plot. So, is this movie worth your time and money? Devil, the British Secret Agent, officially opened worldwide on December 29, 2023. Devil, the British Secret Agent is the official name, but most of the stuff we've seen about it just calls it Devil. It's the first spy movie we've been able to see in a theater since July 12, 2023, with Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. And this movie does deserve to be watched on a big screen. Well, not to bury the lead, we liked this movie, with a few caveats, and we'll explain these as we go along. And the first thing to understand is that this is a movie from India, and that means there are a few things we should discuss if you're not used to movies from India. First, here in the U.S., the movie is released in the Telugu language with English subtitles. There are also Hindi, Kannada, and Malayalam releases worldwide. This is an important thing to note, as reading subtitles does change the viewing experience a bit, if you don't know those languages. The second thing about this coming from India is that it's filmed differently than most of us in the U.S. and maybe the U.K. are used to. We've mentioned this type of thing before in our reviews of other spy movies from India like Patan and Agent. For instance, the cinematography is much different than what we normally get here in the U.S. One of the people in the audience tonight called it an art movie. I'm not sure I'd go that far, but Devil has a definite style from the cinematography and editing perspectives. Action sequences had a lot of slow motion and stop action to them. It is definitely the desired approach from the filmmakers, but it felt foreign to me, a U.S.-based viewer. Now, to be honest, for the first half of this movie, I didn't like the way it was shot at all. But it grew on me. It started to make sense. I'm not sure if I'd like to watch all movies filmed this way, but it was consistent throughout the movie, and it had an obvious approach to the cinematography. Now also, since this is a movie from India, one would expect at least one, maybe two, what I'll call dance breaks. I'm sure there's an official name for these, but I don't know what they're called. These usually advance the story with lyrics, but, but to a U.S. audience, it'll feel a little bit odd. The closest thing I can think of from a U.S. or British spy movie is the sequence in the James Bond movie On Her Majesty's Secret Service when James and Tracy fall in love. I'm talking about those scenes just after the bull ring sequence when Louis Armstrong is singing We Have All the Time in the World. It was a break in that movie, but it showed us the two characters falling in love. Now, in that case, though, there was no dancing. But the scenes are musical scenes to advance the plot. Well, here in Devil, the British secret agent, the first dance and song break is well within the context of the movie, and it didn't feel like it was dropped in because such a break is expected in a Bollywood movie. It didn't seem odd to us and was fine. But the second one, I didn't think was as well integrated. It was closer to On Her Majesty's Secret Service in terms of the plot point or the plot advancement, but I felt like it felt out of place here and was just kind of dropped in. Now, during this second sequence, there was an interesting thing that happened. There were only 12 of us in the theater last night. And during the second song, two people stepped outside for a bit. 
And I saw at least four mobile phones light up as people were looking at their phones and not at the movie during this break. It'd be interesting for producers to watch that from an audience reaction perspective. It was almost instantaneous, about 10 seconds into that second song. They lost the audience for that bit of time. Also, and I've commented on this before, many of the movies from India have intermissions built into them. And Devil, the British secret agent, is no exception. The runtime of this movie is 2 hours and 24 minutes, not counting the intermission. The showing we saw from start to finish was about 2 hours and 35 minutes, counting the intermission. Okay, so let's talk about the plot, and we want to keep this no-spoiler. This is a no-spoiler review, so we'll be very sparse in discussing the plot. The official synopsis of the movie is, It follows a British secret agent who takes up the job of solving a dark mystery. He's led into a web of love, deceit, and betrayal. His success and failure can change the course of history. So what do we mean by history? Well... Devil, the British secret agent, is set in the 1940s, around the time of the end of the British colonization of India. Unfortunately, I didn't have much background here to help me understand what I'm sure were a lot of nuanced things. Much of what I know about the 1940s had to do directly with World War II, and I'm embarrassingly ignorant of the Indian people and their history. More understanding of that would have given me more context for some of the things that happened in this movie. One of the nice things about this being set in the 1940s is that there are no high-tech computers or gadgets. This movie has a lot of action, but it isn't tech-based, and we kind of like that. It was refreshing to see. Now, we do need to say that Devil, the British Secret Agent, is a very violent movie. As with many of these spy movies from India, the movie starts with a torture scene. Throughout, we see more torture, lots of throats getting cut, people stabbed and people shot. There are some references to rape, although we don't see any. There's a decent quantity of blood. A young girl gets hung up by her hair in a torture sequence. And Devil is not rated in the U.S. But with the amount of violence in this movie, it would certainly carry an R rating here. Now, the British secret agent here is not a James Bond or Ethan Hunt type of character. He is played very well by Kalyan Ram. The character is part badass, part Sherlock Holmes in his approach to solving problems, deducing what went on, and trying to really solve the case. He's also part Jackie Chan or Jean-Claude Van Damme with his fight sequences. He's part superhero, and he's part detective. And importantly, he's in almost every scene, and it does work. Rom does a really good job here. Okay, yes, He was also easily distracted by beautiful women, (laughs) so he sounds like a spy to me. Now, one interesting thing about this character had to do with the time period of the movie. Remember, this movie is timed toward the end of the British colonization of India, so this British secret agent is of Indian descent. He doesn't look or sound like what we in the U.S. immediately think of as a British agent. But due to the colonization, it makes total sense. And he does have interplay with what we would traditionally consider a British management team. He he also has, I I guess I'll call this guy a sidekick, played by Satya Akala. This is a really funny role, and it's one of my favorite roles in the movie. There isn't a lot of humor in this movie, but most of it involves Akala's character. Now, one of the offshoots of needing to read the subtitles was that I almost always heard laughter before I was done reading the subtitle. And it was almost always in this character's case. So it was kind of interesting to see how subtitles did affect the timing of when you caught things. 
At times it made me wonder how accurate the subtitles were. Also, there were times where we saw some notes or even things scrawled on a wall. And for the most part, there were no subtitles for these. So I'm pretty sure I missed a few things because of that. Now, the female leads are played by Samayuthka Menon and Elnaz Norusi. These were very well-played roles, and each was a very different character. Menon played Nishida, which is the largest female role in the movie, and much of the plot's complexity goes through her. Norusi's character is called Rosie, and she's a singer and a dancer. And there's a lot more to both of these characters, but we want to keep this review no spoiler, so we're going to stop there. And the supporting cast was really strong as well, and we thought it was, it was very well cast. Another thing we really liked were the costumes and the sets. This is a period movie, and the sets, the costumes, and the cars really gave it the right feel. As for my impression of the movie, I have to say that I didn't like the first half of the movie. I thought it dragged, and I hadn't gotten used to the cinematography yet. It took a little bit to get used to. However, post-intermission, I really liked the movie. I thought the second half was better paced, and for me, it was where the movie came together. There's some twists in this movie, and it really took shape for me here. Now, what I found very interesting was that when I talked with an audience member after the movie was over, he had the opposite reaction to me. He thought the first half was well-paced and the second half dragged on. Now, this difference of viewpoint could be because he was from India. Some of the script had to almost over-explain some of the twists in the movie. This was especially helpful for an audience member like me with very little knowledge about India or its history. But for a viewer with more background, I can see where it might have dragged on a bit. So that could be why we had a difference in whether we thought the first half or the second half dragged. Now, in either case, we both liked the movie. So at the beginning of this review, we said we tried to give you enough to help you decide if you want to see Devil, the British secret agent. Is it worth your time and money? Well, we liked it, but we had to warm up to the way it was shot. This movie definitely won't be for everyone. It isn't a type of movie we normally get here in the U.S. It has a different feel than we normally see here, and it is violent. If you can embrace the differences, the plot does work, and the acting is very good, and it is well done. And as we mentioned earlier, watch this one on a big screen. We think you'll like it better than if you stream it later. Now, there have been a bunch of good movies from India released worldwide in the last few months, and Devil the British Secret Agent is one of them. You can expect a sequel to be announced if Devil does well in the theaters. So that's a wrap of our no-spoiler review of the just-released spy movie Devil the British Secret Agent. If you do go to see this one, please let us know your thoughts at info at spymovienavigator.com. We'd love to hear from you. This has been Tom from SpyMovieNavigator.com and our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Be sure to check out our other podcast episodes on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.